Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Attention all Lepsters in London. Any London Lepsters. There's going to be an LEP meetup in London on Sunday, the 28th of July from 2pm. Where? When? Who with? What's going to happen? Well, you know when, but I'll repeat that anyway. Here's the where. It's happening at the Fitzroy Tavern. The Fitzroy Tavern, that's spelled F-I-T-Z-R-O-Y. The Fitzroy Tavern, 16 Charlotte Street, Fitzrovia, London, W1T2LY. Um, That's a traditional pub near the centre of town. It's just north of Oxford Street and near Tottenham Court Road. Uh, That's where it's happening, the Fitzroy Tavern. When? It's going to be Sunday, the 28th of July, 2019, uh, from 2pm. And that's when it starts, 2pm. And it will probably go on for most of the afternoon and possibly into the evening. Sunday, the 28th of July, from 2pm at the Fitzroy Tavern in central London. Who with? Well, it's been organised by Zdenek Lukas of Zdenek's English Podcast. You probably know him. He was a guest on the show in episodes 569 and 570, and he has his own podcast as well that you might know about. So Zdenek is organising it, and he's going to be there to chat in English, to relax, and also to play board games with anyone who comes, uh, if you want to. Uh, Zdenek is currently teaching English in London and he has lots of fun board games which he uses in his classes. So he's going to bring them with him. So uh, the idea is just to go along, hang out, uh, chat in English, meet some like-minded people who also listen to this podcast and also just have some fun playing board games. And I will also be in London that weekend. Yes, I will be in London that weekend. So that's right, me, the world-famous Luke from Luke's English Podcast. I will be in town that weekend. So I might come to the meetup. It's not certain, but I'm hoping to come. I've got plans to spend time with some friends and family. But if it's possible, I'm going to come and make an appearance at the meetup to meet and talk to everyone who's there, possibly with my brother James and maybe with a couple of other friends who you would also be able to meet and chat to. I'm not certain that I'll be able to be there, but I'd like to come and I think it might be it I think it might happen. Okay, Sunday the 28th of July from 2 p.m. Fitzroy Tavern, London W1T2LY. If you're planning to come, it would be cool if you could email Zdenek. Uh, at teachersdenek at gmail.com. Teacher, you know how to spell it. Zdenek is spelled Z-D-E-N-E-K. So teachersdenek at gmail.com. Email him just to let him know that you're coming. It's not essential to email him. Uh, You can just turn up if you like. But it would be useful if he knew how many people to expect. So if if you're definitely going to come, send him an email, teacherzdenek at gmail.com. All right, then, London-based Lepsters, okay. Um, a chance to hang out with some 
other listeners and have fun and maybe have a few drinks, beer or soft drinks. It's up to you. And to play some board games and practice your English. And hopefully I'll be there too. So you'll be able to say hello to me and all that stuff and maybe meet my brother and some of my friends. All right then. Good. Now, here's a brand new episode and it is sponsored by italki. Italki help me by sponsoring my episodes and uh it's a great service. Uh, I think it's really good. You could listen to the podcast to improve your English through listening, but also you need to practice, you need to speak. And italki is a great way to find one-to-one teachers. Uh either teachers for lessons or uh, people who you can just practice speaking to for fluency, for correction and all those other things. Okay, if you'd like to find a one-to-one teacher online, it's all done through Skype, then check out italki. And when you buy some talking time with italki, uh, they will send you a voucher for a free lesson. Okay, to get that offer, you need to go to teacherluke.co.uk slash talk or click an italki logo on my website. All right, so Lepster's meet up in London on the 28th of July from 2pm at the Fitzroy Tavern and one-to-one lessons with italki wherever you are in the world. Um, just go through teacherluke.co.uk slash talk. All right, then. Good. That's it for this sort of pre-intro. Let's get straight into it then. And here is the jingle. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I hope you're all doing well and having a nice summer or winter, depending on which part of the world you're in, which hemisphere you're currently residing in. I'm currently in the middle of a very busy teaching schedule, teaching classes all day, every day this week and next week. And of course, in the evenings, I'm looking after my daughter and dealing with all the usual aspects of life in general. So I haven't had a lot of time to work on podcast episodes. That's why there's been a delay. And that delay might continue for a few more weeks after this episode. We will see. But in any case, here is a new episode for you to listen to. There are actually loads of things I'd like to talk about, including the fact that England are now World Cup winners. Yes, that's right. July 2019 and England are World Cup winners. Yes, we won the World Cup for the first time ever. So it finally came home. And no, I'm not talking about football, of course. No, I'm talking about cricket. Yes, and that still counts. Okay, it's still important. It's still a big deal because let me remind you that cricket is the world's second most popular spectator sport. Yes, England are the champions of the world, finally. Um, Those of you who come from cricket-playing countries will know exactly what I'm talking about. Everyone else will probably just be confused by cricket. And don't you dare compare it to baseball. It's not the same. It's much better than baseball. Anyway, England won the cricket in dramatic fashion, beating New Zealand in an incredibly close game which went right down to the wire. That happened just last weekend. I'm not going to talk about it in this episode, actually, but I did want to mention it because, of course, I'm very proud 
and I've had plenty of requests from listeners in places like India and Pakistan who want me to talk about it. I'll see if I can cover it in an upcoming episode. But if you can't wait and you really want some cricket chat on the podcast, then you could always listen to episode 473 in the archive, which is a conversation with my dad all about cricket. In that episode, we attempt to explain the rules of cricket and we generally just talk enthusiastically about the game. But anyway, this episode is all about an unexpected road trip that I went on with my brother recently. Last week, I was on holiday with my family. We travelled to England and actually I did manage to record two episodes while I was there. This is the first one and it was completely unplanned and recorded on my on my brother's phone during various parts of a long and quite frustrating day that we spent near the end of the holiday. In fact, this episode is a sort of road trip diary recorded on the road with James. In this episode, you will be able to hear exactly what happened when I got a flat tyre while driving back from the holiday. A tyre, that's T-Y-R-E, is the rubber part of the wheel of a car or bike, in this case car, Uh, The black rubber part of the wheel, which is full of air. That's the tyre. So I got a flat tyre, which is where the tyre goes flat. Uh, In fact, the tyre, or maybe the inner tube inside the tyre, to be exact, gets punctured. It kind of goes pop, or the air goes and comes out. Uh, So the the tyre, or the inner tube, gets punctured, and all the air comes out. That's a flat tyre. In fact, I got two flat tyres in the same week which I think is really unlucky. Anyway, the second one caused my brother and me to end up having to go on an unexpected journey through the lanes and roads of Devon, Dorset, Somerset, Gloucestershire, Worcestershire and Warwickshire. On the way, we recorded a series of rambling conversations covering the details of our trip and lots of other topics and that is what you're going to listen to. So why don't you join us on our accidental road trip and listen to us rambling on about the specific problem with the car, what happened and how it could be repaired, different words and expressions for feeling angry, because I was very angry with the situation, certainly at the beginning, although you can't really hear it in my voice because I'm so cool, calm and collected, but I was angry. Um, And you'll hear us talking about the dangers of drinking strong coffee and the phenomenon of coffee rage. I don't know if you ever experienced coffee rage. We also talk about the film Robocop briefly, uh, uh, and also the t- 2014 Robocop reboot movie, which is a very random tangent. We talk about how and why cars might pull each other at nightclubs, going insane while waiting to be rescued by roadside assistance, different types of pub including how to pick the right pub for a drink in England, the taste of beer, and different types of beer that you can get. There's a close encounter with a famous TV comedian at a a motorway. That's not how you say that. I sound like a radio DJ. A motorway service station. No, a close encounter with a famous TV comedian at a motorway service station somewhere near Bristol. Who is it? Well, listen on to find out. Fascinating details of the sandwiches that we bought to help sustain us on our adventure. The topic of going vegan, or at least just eating less meat, and why eating meat is said to be bad for the environment. 
how to actually spell and pronounce the names of some English cities and counties on our trip, including Gloucester, Gloucestershire, Worcester, Worcestershire, Warwick, and Warwickshire. All that and more coming up in this very rambling episode, spontaneously recorded on James's mobile phone. Listen on to find out all the details and to hear the voices of some other members of my family at the end. And by the way, there is some strong language that means swearing, rude words, and uh, the sound quality might not be up to the usual high standard because it was recorded on a mobile phone, but I think it's okay. And also, there is a lot of slightly mad, rambly nonsense coming up, but I think that you've probably come to expect that sort of thing from this podcast, haven't you? Yes, we have, Luke. Just... Let's let's get started. Okay then, let's start. And here we go. Hello and welcome to James's English I mean uh, Luke's English podcast. Um, currently live from Axminster in the car park of a very popular coffee chain. We're near Axminster. We don't know, know exactly where we are. We're in Luke's hire car at the end of a family holiday, and he's got a puncture for the second time. Second puncture in, like, five days. The second puncture in five days. Um, What's a puncture? Hang on, I'm doing the intro. You said I should do an intro. Yeah, go on. So we're not at all bad-tempered. We're in the hot... It's very hot and sunny, which is nice. Uh, We're in a car park of a very international coffee shop chain, which isn't so nice. We're not eating anything or drinking anything from the cafe because we're stingy. It's been a great holiday so far, plagued by punctures. Flat tyres. Flat tyre. Um, it's a hire car, so Luke's not that familiar with it, so we don't know what type of tyre to tell them to get. The AA are on their way. That's Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> no, that's that's the Automobile Association. Um <laughs> As if Alcoholics Anonymous, <laughs> as if Alcoholics Anonymous would be the ones to rescue you if you had a flat tire. Well, I did think it was a bit weird that no, you were calling them. It's good. That, I mean, you've, like, you've, my name's Luke, and, uh, and I'm an alcoholic. Tire. My name's Luke, and I've got a flat tire. Yeah, it's tough. And they said, "Why are you calling us?" And he said, "Well, it, it might drive us to drink this situation." It's like I'm and they really... said, "Tell you what, try the Automobile Association. I think you've got the wrong number." So we tried them, and they're sending a man out. That's not sexist. It is always a man. We'll see, won't we? We will um, see. To uh, fix, hopefully, buy a new tyre, put it on the car, and send us on our way with a cheery wave. So, Luke, we've sent the baby with the other family members, mum and dad and Luke's wife, off in the other car. So it's just me and Luke... We didn't know what to do. We didn't want to spend money on expensive coffee, so we decided to record a podcast. Over to Luke. So, yeah, what he said, basically. But the AA, the Automobile Association, um, said that uh, they'll have a guy out here uh, at about half past 12. So I called at 10.50. These are all the fascinating details. But it's basically an hour and an hour and forty minutes. We're going to have to wait for the AA guy to come out in his yellow van, uh, and then what's going to happen is that he will. So this is this is first of all, I'm furious, right? I'm absolutely furious. We we finished the holiday, packed up the car, 
um, my parents and James were in one car and then I was in the other car with my wife and our little daughter in the back we, uh, we, we both set off and after about 10 minutes of driving there was like a pop I heard it and the computer in the car because all, all cars are now just basically computers with wheels the computer in the car starts telling me uh, air pressure in you know the front right tyre is 16 is now like, 15 now 14 like Star Wars tyre pressure critical it, it was like that reducing it's like something out like 2001 a space odyssey yeah tyre pressure uh, critical exactly like in that kind of fu- futuristic voice. tragic voice that you get in all movies where it's like you know uh, self-destruct sequence initiated it was a bit like that <laughs> kind of um, tyre pressure feeble you know uh, and so the computer was going tyre pressure 16 15 14 PSI 13 PSI and I you know while driving it was like shit what are we going to do? That's quite panic-inducing, I should imagine. Quite scary. Yeah, and, you know, immediately I was thinking, right, slow down, slow down. The, the, with a low, with a flat tyre, that's really dangerous. Luckily, we came across this popular chain of coffee uh, outlets with a car park, so I pulled in and then called the rental company and just... Just annoying, really annoying stuff, you know, getting through to automatic, um, how do you describe them, those automatic menus? Automated something. Welcome to Enterprise. Uh, For uh, booking information, press one. You know, all that stuff. And it's like, no, I don't want booking information. No, I don't want to find out where the branch address is. To speak to somebody, just call to another company. (laughs) Yeah. It's like for... uh, for roadside assistance, press four. So I was like, right, four. And this is the second time that I've been through this anyway in the last five days. This happened about four days ago. And my wife and I, we've just popped out to the shop and then the tyre popped. And then that was the whole day ruined as we had to wait for hours and hours while a guy came out and then we had to find a local place for the... Uh, 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 for them to replace the tyre. So the problem is, right, we're dri- the car that we're driving has got these special tyres which are sort of... Low-profile? Low-profile tyres. They're kind of thin but wide. They're designed to, uh, you know, they're designed to help you drive they're smoothly. They're designed to look cool. They're designed to look cool, but they also are designed for kind of sporty driving. Um the rental car is a... Ins- I thought you weren't going to mention what kind of car it was. I can mention what kind of car it is. Can't I? I don't know. Anyway, it's got sporty tyres. And that the, the thing is about that is that there aren't many garages nearby that stock these tyres. So they're going to have potentially... The nearest garage that's got a replacement tyre is going to be miles away. And I know what you're thinking, some of you. Don't you have a replacement tyre in the back? No, we don't. And we didn't a few days ago either. Why? I don't know. Apparently, according to the AA guy that I spoke to before, he said, uh, yeah, so they just don't do that anymore. A lot In a lot of cars, you just don't get a spare tyre in the back anymore. Great. Um, so here we are, then, waiting. It's fun, isn't it? I'm getting hungry, actually. Shall we get a toasty or something? What kind of toasty do you want? Well, ham and cheese. That's the classic, isn't ham it? Ham and cheese. But it's only 11.30. We should wait for proper lunchtime, shouldn't we? I say fuck the rules. 
get a toasty. Maybe. Well, we'll we'll see. Do, do you think that people have got a sense of how frustrating this is then yet? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to think so, but because we're entertaining each other, we probably sound more cheerful than we otherwise would be. I was absolutely furious. I was livid. Can you think of other words for angry? Pissed off. Yeah. Mardy. Mardy. That's very brummy. Uh, Nobody like, says that. Mardy would be like, in a relationship, like your girlfriend might get, get a bit mardy if you stayed out late. But there's only about 3,000 people in the UK that would use that phrase. Yeah, it's very much a slang term. Um, so, Moody, pissed off, uh, aggravated. Um, I'm really just... Absolutely just, furious, absolutely livid. Gutted. Gutted means more dis- disappointed, that's disappointed though, but isn't it? still applies. Yeah. Um, just like really hacked off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just really angry about it. <laughs> so, I mean, we've got a three-hour drive to get back to our parents' house. That's the destination, right? So we're in the southwest of England. My parents live in the Midlands, so it's like a three-hour drive, kind of going up the. Uh, the west of England, um, going past Bristol, not far from, let's say, the Welsh border, through the Cotswolds near Gloucester. It's quite a nice area. Uh, and the weather's all right. It's quite sunny and there's blue sky and stuff like that. I mean, at least we, we've got access to food and uh, coffee if we want it. We do have access to food and coffee. I don't, I don't drink coffee because it makes me very moody. I mean, I'm very moody anyway. So combine that with the, the weird effects of coffee, I become like the Hulk, just as he's about to turn into the Hulk. You don't actually like, go full Hulk. I don't Hulk. go full Hulk. I'm just stewing, really full of rage for some reason. Do you, do Does you, anyone else get that? Anyone else out there in Podland get... Moody because of coffee. Coffee, coffee rage, coffee it's weird. mood. I weird because it's it's just me. I don't know what it is. No, I get it too. But you drink loads of coffee. I don't drink. Don't, I don't drink that much. You drink some coffee. I, I, can't, to... I If I have half a cup, it affects my mood. The thing with me is that if I drink the dregs, the coffee grains that you get at the bottom of the uh, of the cup. You know, if you have a cup of coffee and at the bottom yeah. you can actually there's like what is it coffee granules. Well, at the bottom, the dregs, the dregs of the, the coffee at the bottom. If I drink uh, that, then I get, I get horrible. Like a, it, 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 it makes me feel really unwell. I get like a f- burning feeling in my stomach, and I get really moody. And does it make you poo yourself quite quickly? It can do. <laughs> I've never actually pooed my. No, uh, not like that. But you suddenly need to use the loo. Suddenly need to urgently. go to the toilet sometimes. Yeah. Um, there's probably coffee experts listening to this going, oh, you're doing it all wrong if that's what's happening. What kind of terrible coffee are you drinking? Bad English coffee, that's what. Obviously. But, um, yeah, so I had a coffee with breakfast, and it, I, it is, I have got a bit of coffee, coffee rage. Irritability. Yeah. I've got that going on as well. They so should put that in the adverts. Warning. Drink, drink coffee for that irritable feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Drink coffee for... I mean, what does coffee taste like anyway? Half the time it tastes horrible. It tastes like burnt mud. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to drink burnt mud and then feel like shit for three hours? Drink new coffee. There's a Um, a guy... No, I actually love the smell of coffee. In the morning? Uh, Anytime. That guy was giving a funny look, wasn't he? Yeah, there's a guy getting out of the car right next to us. He can hear everything we're saying. 
who probably thinks that we're two complete weirdos, and we probably are. We are. That's why he's correct. His synopsis was 100% accurate. Yeah, he's probably he's getting in the car with his family, and they're probably like a couple of a uh, couple of right weirdos in the car there, talking about shitting themselves and coffee. <laughs> like little does he know the impact that this will have around the world, that how much influence I have on on you know on learners of English on around on the habits. international community will now people will be shunning coffee all around the world. This will be a talking point in China and Russia. Um, I prefer tea myself. Me too. I like tea. What's your What's your preferred type of tea? Just sort of uh, the kind of blended tea that we get over here. The rest of the world calls it English breakfast. We just call it tea. We just call it tea, but obviously it's Indian or Chinese tea, I suppose. I don't Indian, know. Indian, Indian tea. tea. Yeah, it's a um, blend of like Assam. Sometimes uh, our English breakfast tea has African teas in it as well. Yeah, but often, I quite like um, probably Indian or Sri Lankan. Earl Grey, right? Do you know about Earl Grey? A bit. It was created, I think, to deal with hard water because it has flavourings in it, I can't remember what, that disguise the kind of nasty taste of bad water. So it's a very strong flavoured tea with something extra added to it and I can't remember what. This is useful, isn't it? Really. Um, but that's that's one type of tea. I don't know. Let's not talk about tea anymore. Can I just finish talking about what's going to happen here? So probably in about an hour, a guy from the AA is going to pull up in a yellow van. Now that's an orange van that's just pulled up. That's not that's not our man. And he'll come and he'll be sort of like a a car maintenance bloke. And he'll be like, all right, so you've got a flat tire. Let's could, have a look. Could be a woman. Could be a woman. I think it'll be a probably man. Probably won't be. Um, and he'll look at the tyre and he'll go, all right, ooh, 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 with these tyres, ooh, these, uh, it's going to be difficult finding a replacement round here. Not till uh, next week. Imagine that, oh, next God. week. I think we should just drive home on a fucked tyre. What would we do? Because the car is full of stuff, it's full of luggage. What are we going to do? If he says, oh, no, like, we're going to have to import one in from... Italy. from America and then like so we're just gonna we'll be forced to have a, a five day holiday down here we'll have to um, phone phone Am- like order a tent from amazon.com next day delivery <laughs> they, they'll, they'll, they'll send the tent out to us a drone will a drone fly will it. drop off the tent we'll yeah. have to set it up illegally in a field somewhere probably get shot by a farmer <laughs> It's just going to be bad. We'll be living on sandwiches and coffee from this... And baby food. From you know this... all the baby foods in the back? Is it? Yeah. All of it? Well, there's some baby food in the back. I think they've got enough for today. Hopefully. We'll be eating baby food like Robocop. <laughs> yeah, because Robocop <laughs> eats baby food. I forgot that. I saw the new Robocop. Have you seen it? What, new, what new Robocop? There's a reboot of Robocop. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There was a reboot of Robocop that was made... It's got to be in the region of seven years ago yeah I well think. that's that's recent for me I'm old so that's okay. recent history so the the only Robocop reboot movie you, well, s- you saw that yes have yeah. you seen it I have seen it yeah what did you reckon I don't remember I don't really remember there are a few bits of it I liked the sort of uh, satirical newsy uh, corporations out of control bit can I just say I don't mind that but the actual Robocop himself was crap 
Can I just say before we carry on, right? So RoboCop, it's probably got a different name in different countries, but it's a film from the mid-80s, and it's a brilliant, brilliant film directed by Paul Verhoeven, and it's basically about uh, a kind of futuristic version of Detroit in America where crime is rampant and the police are owned by corporations. And the police go on strike. And the police go on strike, and there's basically a crisis, like a crime crisis, and different, uh, like, sort of... um, security or weapons companies are racing to develop a robotic police officer which they can sell to the city of detroit okay and um one of the projects is a a kind of a, a cyborg cop right and so the company called OCP. Let's not go into too much. No, I'm just. I'm, I need to. I need to just finish it off, right? The company called OCP need uh, a human to fuse with their new RoboCop technology. Do you remember what OCP stands for? Um, no. Omni Consumer Products. <laughs> Omni Consumer Products. So they just do all kinds of products, Everything, basically. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the main character is this is this cop who's like a decent person. He's the o- one of the only decent people in the whole city, and he's hunting down some uh, nasty gangsters, and they corner him in a warehouse and they kill him in a really grotesque way. But he's not dead, and he gets rushed to a hospital where OCP uh, take him and uh, turn him into RoboCop. And um, he's basically like a face and maybe the central nervous system, but the rest of him is uh, is robotic cop. And the tagline for the movie on the poster was, part, what is it, part man, part machine, or cop. I think we're going a little bit too into depth. But you saw that, why are we talking about RoboCop? I don't know. Now, how did we get onto this? You said that you saw the Robocop reboot. But how did we get onto that? Because we, the only thing we've got to eat in this car is baby oh, food. Oh, God. And Robocop used to eat baby food. Oh, this is a ramble. They used to load it into the back of his head or something, didn't they? This is a ramble. This is a ramble. But the new one is pretty bad. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, when the AA guy comes, he's going to find out the nearest garage that can replace the tyre... He, uh, if, you should interview him or her for your podcast. Well, I don't want to interrupt his... How, how long have you been an AA guy? What's it like? Do people ever phone you with alcoholics problems? Uh-huh. Are you, yeah. Do you hate the RAC? <laughs> have you yeah. got beef? Do you, do you like ram each other off the road? Is it like a sort of Mad Max situation? What's the RAC? Royal the... Automobile Company? suppose so but they're they're another roadside assistance company but i haven't seen any rac vans for ages for years i think the aa1 i think they must have they must have gone to the mattresses and like shot them all or something (laughs) like in the you know they've got the yellow on their side the aa very memorable yellow iconography whereas the rac look vaguely like police because they've got white and blue Logos, untrustworthy. The AA are definitely the the winners because the AA have got their own maps and stuff as well, haven't they? They they publish maps and and other products. True. true. So the AA probably made their money from maps, and that's how they managed to push the RAC out of the market. (laughs) Because you know, often that's the way it's merchandising is how you make your money, isn't it? It's true. It's true. So he's going to have to find the nearest garage that's got a replacement tire. He might have to tow us out there to tow someone. To tow a car is when you basically one car pulls another car. Uh, so we might get towed. That's pull as in 
pulling behind it on a rope, not pull as in get off with it. (laughs) (laughs) Right, pull has got several meanings. The main meaning, as we know, is to, you know, like pull a rope or something or pull a car along with a rope or something. But there's the slang meaning of pull. Like if you go out to a club on a Friday in order to try and pull a girl or something like, you know, did you pull? Yeah, I pulled on Friday, you know. Something like that means to, what, to... To have sexual relations with... Well, maybe not sexual, but... To kiss or have sex have with... Sexual or, contact or with a, a member of the opposite sex. Or the same sex, if you prefer. Yeah, exactly. It's up to you. Um, so, when we said that the AA van is going to pull our car <laughs> to a garage... Really uh, pull sense. our car. It doesn't mean the AA van is going <laughs> to snog or get off with French kiss... Our or, car. Or otherwise um, titillate <laughs> this car. Although, who knows? Maybe for cars, that is kind of like sex. It's like, like when, pulling. Yeah, when one of them <laughs> hooks you, up with another one. So when the AA van goes home at night, it's like, did you pull? <laughs> yeah, got, got a Vauxhall 4x4. It was fucking sick. No, you wouldn't say sick. It was sick. You'd say it was, uh, it was well hot. God, this is bad. Um, this is bad banter. Well, what's happening is that we're kind of going a bit mad. Sitting We've got cabin fever. And listeners, can you hear the sounds of the cars flying past on the road? They can probably hear very little else. It's prob- I don't know what the audio quality of this is like because we're recording it on your on James's Samsung mobile phone. Nothing wrong with well. It's nothing wrong with Samsung. <laughs> Let's not get into the politics. Let's not get into of, uh, the ethics now. The ethics and politics of all that stuff. My wife is texting to see if we have any news. Shall we pause to... this now for a bit and then come back to this at a later okay, date? We probably need an update later, right? Yeah, okay, so signing off for now and um, thanks for listening. Okay, so let's do an update. James and I, grammatically correct, not James and me, James and I are now sitting in a little beer garden behind a pub just outside Exmouth. Um, what happened, you're thinking? Is everything all right? Well, we've got some drinks. Don't worry, folks, I'm drinking 0% Heineken. I mean, that doesn't mean no Heineken. It means that it's alcohol-free Heineken. There's no alcohol in it, don't worry. I'm drinking a cold beer, and there's no alcohol in it, so don't worry, everyone. Everything's fine. James is drinking a glass of what is it um men are do six malt cornish stout it's a cornish stout stout is like guinness that kind of black beer stout is what we call that type of beer and um so what's happened is that we got picked up by the guy from alcoholics anonymous he talked to us uh and didn't convince us anything because we went straight to a pub obviously ha 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 just joking of course we got picked up by the guy from the aa the automobile association i think that's the right um name and uh he picked us up in a huge lorry and we managed to get the car on the back of the lorry and then he did he did yeah i mean we stood and watched he used special ropes and a special uh pulley system and a ramp to get the car on the back of the lorry and then he drove 
us and the car about what half an hour 40 minutes away to Exmouth where there is something called a quick fit now if you're not from England you won't know what quick fit is but it's one of those places that you go when your car breaks down and they'll fix it for you a garage but specialising in tyres they specialise in tyres quick fit they'll fit a tyre quickly well quickly in this case it's an hour Um, it's going to take an hour so we've just walked down the road found a pub for a refreshing beverage and the beer I'm drinking is complex and flavoursome deceptively light and refreshing with subtle oak smoked aroma a hint of dark chocolate and a delicate touch of licorice on the finish mmm is that your personal review? No, I'm reading it out of the bottle, off the glass rather. It actually says that on the glass. It's pretty good though. You could go through that again. Can you say that again? That'd be lovely. Menadou six malt Cornish stout, complex and flavoursome. Complex and flavoursome. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, and I'm just repeating it because you know. What accent should I do? Cornish. Or complex and flavoursome, deceptively light and refreshing. Wait, deceptively That's light and refreshing. Deceptively. Lighter than it would have appear, I suppose. So it seems it you think it's gonna be heavy. It's actually quite light. It's actually quite you think it's gonna be heavy and filling. It's actually light and refreshing, surprisingly enough. Yeah. Uh, it has subtle oak smoked aroma. Subtle subtle oak smoked aroma aroma is like a smell right it does as well so it's as if it's been sort of smoked uh, as if they've burnt some oak wood and used the smoke to smoke you can't smoke beer I don't think you can roast the hops you roast the hops I'm guessing I'm or I guess hot. maybe if they keep keep the beer in in like oaky barrels oak barrels or something that will add to the flavour who knows or maybe it's just oak flavouring E107 and a hint of uh, dark chocolate taste we all know what dark chocolate is Mm -hmm. Um, a delicate touch of licorice on the finish a delicate touch of licorice on the finish finish is the taste that you get the aftertaste yeah the end you taste the beer there's the how do you describe the the initial taste they call it on the front or a up front up front so you know refreshingly hoppy up front mm. with oak oaky smoked licorice tones <laughs> on the finish that sort of thing um hint. it's called menadou if you want to go and buy some menadou maybe they'd like to sponsor us for this podcast just send me a case and i'll uh, i'll mention it every week i'm on every time <laughs> i'm on menadou not like menadou drink beer don't they it's men like M E N A and then D H U, which maybe right. is old Cornish. Maybe some words from old the old Cornish language. Quite possibly old sort of you know smugglers' language, or it could just be made up. We don't know. Um, let's just leave it there because I don't want to. I wanted to just say one more thing, which is like it said a, a hint of licorice. Is a, a hint? It's got two meanings. One hint could be like, "Oh, give, give you a little hint here." That hat doesn't suit you. That hat doesn't suit you. Or if you're taking like a, the IELTS exam, a little hint. Just make sure you read all the question options before you start the listening. You know, that's like a hint, like a small bit of advice. But also, a hint of licorice means a slight suggestion or a slight taste of something, right? 
So if you get a hint of oak from a beer, it means it's got a slightly oaky flavour. So, all right, that's it for the update. I'm dr- And remember, I'm drinking Heineken with no alcohol in it, so I'm having a great time. But just forget that and just enjoy it as a beer. And It's not bad, it's actually, actually, is it? It's actually decent. I mean, if I can describe the flavour of this... Mm-hmm. So it's got notes of normal Heineken up front and then nothing in the finish. Yeah, no finish. You expect there to be a nice sort of flavour or depth, you know, that feeling you get in, a, in your mouth at the end exactly after right. you've it's had... It's got even less flavour than water, I think, on the finish. Even less flavour than water <laughs> on the finish. It's kind of like it starts well and then suddenly it all just disappears and your ma- you've just got a wet mouth. <laughs> But if you if you if if you've got a good imagination, you can you know you can pretend that you're you're drinking normal lager, real beer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically we have to just sit in this pub uh, garden, which is empty because it's the middle of a Friday afternoon in July, and uh, and wait until they've changed the tyre. You should take a photo for your listeners slash website. I'll, I'll take a photo so they can listen to the photo. Okay, well, basically, it's going to be a very long day. We're, we're probably not going to get back in the car. There's a, a school next door. You can hear the primary school children frolicking and playing in the sunshine. Yeah, there's a school next door, so you might be able to hear the sounds of children playing. Unfortunately, sorry about that. Yeah, you, you, unfortunately, the, this is the, your enjoyment of this podcast is being marred by the sound of joyful children in the background. Sorry about that. Um, can you quickly just describe what the beer garden looks like? I'd say it's a very standard but pleasant beer garden. There's a nice fruit tree and like an apple tree behind us, which is a nice touch. Yeah. You don't get that in many beer gardens. An apple tree, yeah. Not edible apples, I don't think, but they might be cooking apples. Small green apples. You can boil them down and cook with them. There's some foxgloves behind you, which is a slightly strange-looking plant. looks a bit like a triffid. Uh-huh. Um, there's nice potted plants around, gravel on the ground, some picnic tables... Um, some some of it's kind of yeah gravel under under underfoot with three picnic tables and then and then we definitely did the right thing and we definitely did the right thing we've walking past the first pub we came to which had check out our amazing exclamation mark award-winning pub you can't have an exclamation mark in the middle of a sentence. It has that's to go a, only. It can only go at the end. That's a worrying sign. If you see anything that with grammar that bad on the outside, don't go in. <laughs> Punctuation. And also, big Sky Sports banner, another bad sign. Because they're kind of good, and they're you know, pubs have different sorts of what culture to them, and um, some pubs are a bit rough, and other pubs are less rough. And and we walk past the slightly rough pub and kept walking because I knew there would be a, a slightly nicer pub after that and we made the right choice it's nice picnic tables flowers in pots uh, an apple tree and no one else except for the sound of children having fun which uh, is pretty is really taking the edge off the, the experience but um, <clears throat> other than that things are fine but we're not going to get back in the car and moving again for about at least an hour and then what I'm worried about is that when we drive back to my parents house we're going to get caught up in friday afternoon friday evening traffic um and also we drove 40 minutes in the wrong direction 
So, you know, like where we should have gone right to go home, we went left and drove for 40 minutes. So we've got to make up that extra 40 minutes and then all the other time that we were going to drive. Some people listening to this, like if you live in a big country where driving three or four hours in a day is normal, then you'll probably be thinking, what you, what's the drama? But for us, it's like, we've got to drive for three hours. Ah, it's not that bad. No, it's not. And I'm enjoying this um, beer garden. Very nice. I think we should take a photo. Okay. I've just said. We'll take a photo so you can listen to that. We'll carry on this um, recording once we're in the car, I think. But let's, let's, let's leave it there. Okay, let's leave it there. We'll uh, catch up with you after this. You're going to have to uh, stop this recording, James, because it's your phone. I don't know how it works. Unlock phone. Press the stop button. Hello, uh, road trip update. Uh, we left the pub, we wandered back to Quick Fit. They had, were just about getting around to fitting the tyre, which is now done. We're on the road, on the road again. Uh, Luke's driving, of course, because I can't drive, and Luke's a very good driver. Can you not actually drive? I, like, like, I know you don't in an emergency In an emergency situation, I could drive. I did take my test twice, and I failed twice. Which makes me a better driver than someone who passed the first time, I like to think. How? Uh, it doesn't, but I like to think it. Because you've got more experience of the, the pressure of the test. I've, I've done two tests, so therefore I'm better than someone who did one test. <laughs> no, that's not true. I'm, but I could drive. In an emergency situation, I could definitely make the car move. I know how to change gear. This is, easy. this is an automatic, this car. It's an automatic, even easier. It's literally stop, go, left, right. I think I could handle that. I never liked roundabouts that much. That was my main problem with driving. And I remember I used to, halfway around the roundabout, accelerate hard out of the roundabout to get it back away from me, behind me. Just get away from the roundabout. Yeah, and for some reason that's frowned upon. <laughs> well, it's better than accelerating hard into a roundabout. Well, that's what I said. Uh, Luke's doing well he's, he's, he's uh, his Heineken's kicked in I'm hydrated he's hydrated he's got a bottle of Evian next to him uh, he's got a handful of fruit and nut mix trail in, mix trail mix in, they in call America. it in America um, we're not in America so we call it fruit what do we call it we call it probably natural fruit and nuts from Marks and Spencer's Marks and Spencer's natural fruit and nuts oh we're going mix. past a commando training centre here mm. they have there is a real commandos are in there. Well, trainee ones. There's a naval. There's a navy base here, just outside of Exmouth, and there's so, big fences um, with barbed wire all around it, presumably to keep us out, not the to keep the navy in. It's a bit of both. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a training centre. It's not a prison. Um. So that's that's the update. I don't think we're going to ramble on too much. Uh, this scenery is quite nice. The traffic seems to be quite heavy, though. How would you rate the service that we got at Quick Fit? Friendly, not that quick. Do you, do you think they they legally should be allowed to call themselves Quick Fit? I think it's fit in within a reasonable time, but I wouldn't necessarily describe it as quick, especially with a K, because quick with a K indicates even quicker than C K. How is the uh, place spelled Q W I K W I K. Is it K W I K? I thought it was Q W I. It's it's incorrect grammar anyway. K W I K F I T. But it's like it's so quick they couldn't be bothered to spell it properly. 
No, we don't have time to write Q. The, the C takes up too much space. Just like quick. Is it Q U or just Q? Never mind. Just use a K. Quick fit. It's like super quick. Well, it wasn't that quick, but it was fine. I think the, one of the reasons why it took so long is because the rental company had to authorize the whole thing because they had to pay for it. I think they're just lazy workers myself, but what do I know? So am I, so I shouldn't be one to judge. It's the same quick fit that I went to last time this car had a flat tyre, which was just a few days ago. And, like, just randomly, it's the only quick fit in the area that had the tyre, had a spare tyre for this particular car. They had eight of them in stock, which is is suspicious to me. None of the other uh, garages in the area, and we're talking for miles and miles, had any tyres for this car except this one which had eight of them so it's like they they took them all <laughs> yeah um, so now we're sitting in traffic we've got another three hour drive ahead of us plus a bit more probably three hours and five minutes and that's if we don't stop and if we don't get stuck in the school run which looks like it's happening now there are big tractors driving past because we're in the countryside we've got BBC Devon on the local radio station this is drive time with Luke and James um, so yeah we're gonna leave it there and uh, this is gonna be like top gear we've got three and a half hours to get from Devon to Midlands uh, with nothing but a load of very poor quality banter to keep us going will we manage it what we'd need though we need like James May to be trying to get there in a in a canal barge or something yeah. don't we same time. Top Gear is so bad. And we need uh, Richard uh, Hammond to, to crash Hammond and to, nearly die. To try and get there in a drag, uh, in a um, you know, a helicopter and to crash along the way. And Jeremy Clarkson as well. Just to offend some people from foreign countries. Alright, we're going to leave it there. We're going to leave you with Drive Time, Devon. See you later from Luke and James. That was a collision warning. Okay, new update. We uh, we pulled off the M5 um, because we desperately needed some poor quality sandwiches. So we went into the welcome break, which was a welcome Gordano break. Gordano services. We're in the Gordano services, if you know the UK. It's near Bristol. Um, it's full of... Just off junction 19 of the yeah. M5. It's full of people, all of who have tattoos. So Why? Why? What's, what's up with that? Yeah, it, it's just it's a fact. Because people are going to think it's some sort of gothic... Um, Festival. Or gothic service station. It's not a gothic service it's station. Not, it's just Everybody of, you see in the service station in the UK has a tattoo. Because lots of English people have got tattoos these days. She hasn't, actually. No, most he. people don't, but lots of people do. Anyway. It's sort of trendy, um, isn't it, now? It's very fashionable to have tattoos. Uh, so what did you, how do you rate Gordano or Goddamn Services, whatever it's called? I quite like Gordano it. Services. You liked it? Did yeah. you say you liked it? Well, the um, the loo worked. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's other people. That's why. That's why James's voice changed. It's just like I was staring at you because you were leaning into me and I was ignoring you. It looked <laughs> like you were bollocking me. <laughs> What do you mean, bollocking you? Telling me off for something. Like, I was angry with you, basically. Yeah, and you were leaning right into me. Oh, no, I was, staring, I was right. staring out of the window, vacantly. If you make me pay for sandwiches again... <laughs> I paid for the freaking sandwiches. You did as well. 
Anyway, what are we talking so about? So we're talking about... Uh, we got some sandwiches, we ate them, we checked out the car because we we started to get paranoid that the car was feeling a bit weird. Yeah, I'm starting to get paranoid that because in a matter of like four or five days we've got two flat tyres in this car, I feel like the car's got some intrinsic technical problem with it and that all the tyres are going to go wrong. Explode. Um, and... Um, and I was convinced, like, we had uh, a traffic jam on the motorway, so we were kind of rolling very slowly forwards. And um, I, I was starting to think, is the, does the car feel weird? Is it kind of like, is there sort of like a, a weird tapping or a bumping or something in the and car? He, he convinced me that it was feeling weird, so I started going, oh, I don't know, I'm not a driver. Just pull over. And Luke was actually considering pulling onto the hard shoulder, which I thought was a terrible idea. I, I started to get it into my head that we had a flat tyre again. It's just flashbacks from the previous flat from, tires. From Nam. Yeah, it's like being. It's like we just come back from Vietnam, but we brought the war back with us or something. Except for flat tires, same sort of it's a bit like um, that film. That film, the one where he has um, post-traumatic stress disorder, the Hurt Locker. No, I didn't mean that Jeremy one. Jeremy Renner. I meant um, uh, the Deer Hunter. The, the, yeah, we like would have that. ended up. Anyway, let's not talk about that. <laughs> bit of a diversion. Another diversion into movies. Um, here we are at Gordano Goddamn Services, surrounded by... Oh, we saw a very famous female comedian. We did see a very famous TV celebrity. Dawn French. Dawn French from French and Saunders. Who's a complete comedy god. Absolutely fabulous. Comedy goddess. Some of you will know absolutely she's fabulous. She's not really in absolutely fabulous. Well, she, yeah, but she's the one that isn't in absolutely she, fabulous. She's famous for not being in absolutely <laughs> fabulous. Um, she's an absolute comedy god and uh, goddess, god, whatever. It's okay. You can say god now. You don't have to say goddess. Have, yeah. it sounds like less than a god, doesn't it? Goddess is yeah. Actress, actor. Anyway, it's up to you. Your choice. Um, anyway, she she was walking down the steps and she. I kind of stared at her and I think so Luke was I. staring at her so she probably thought fucking people staring at me everywhere I go because I you know when you see a famous person in real life you kind of think oh that person looks a bit like in this case Dawn French that she looks like Dawn French and it was like oh it might be Dawn French and then it was like no nah, it isn't I'll look a bit closer as she as we walk past her on the steps and it's like oh it was Dawn French and I turned to you and you went yeah it was <laughs> like, I didn't even need to say oh was that Dawn French you were just you you went through exactly the same mental process that I did but it's kind of you think you know them so it's almost like when you see someone you recognize you feel like going oh hi how are you doing hi, and then you crazy. just realize oh they don't know me and I'm just staring at them so Sorry if you're famous out there, but I, I, it's, it's weird, isn't I it? I expect every single person who walked past her in the goddamn services just now did the same thing. They stared at her like, is that, is that Don French? She seems shorter than she is in on the TV, strangely, because I suppose every time you see her on TV, she is actually small, because, you know, the, the TV makes people small, because, you know, TV screens are usually small. But when you see a person in real life, you think they seem smaller than they are on TV even though they're definitely not, unless you see them in the cinema. As you can tell, we've started to go mad. <laughs> Cabin fever has kicked in. We've spent too long together and in the car <laughs> together. The heat and the, uh, the potential for exploding tyres has <laughs> just snapped something in Luke, and he's, he's, he's frothing at the mouth, and he's, he's gone mad. <clears throat> yeah. So let's just um, wind this up for now, for this latest update, and we're going to head back onto the M5 towards the Midlands 
Land of dreams. Got about an hour and 45 minutes of driving left. Let's it, try and make that an hour and 10 minutes if you really, really take the piss. I'm not going to drive like <laughs> the wolf from Pulp Fiction. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to okay. drive very, very responsibly and carefully in a slight, with a slightly paranoid feeling of... Um, so you're saying you're going to keep within the speed limit? I'm going to drive within the speed limit. No, you're not. I'm going to stick Everyone to the, goes over the speed limit. I don't know. I don't know. But um, the, 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 the thing about the day is, like, it's all right. It's going to take ages. Let's just take our time. There's no rush. Okay? Okay. So let's calm. We're relaxed. Do We're focused. We've eaten. Luke had a prawn cocktail sandwich. I had a prawn sandwich with mayonnaise. It was very nice, but I checked the um, the, the nutritional information on the side of the and box. And it just said zero. And it was a bit worrying because every every food product you buy in the UK has um, nutritional information on the box, including percentages for fat, saturated fat, sugar, and salt for the health health conscious people out there. And this and they have colour codes. And this one has red for fat and red for salt. There's, it was 31% fat, 43% salt. 31% That's fat. That's the energy breakdown in the sandwich. So it gave me lots of energy, but quite a lot of fat and salt, which is not very good. Well, anyway, I had a, a vegan plowman's, and I, what I thought was cheese was actually a vegan slice. But you can't have normal cheese in a vegan sandwich. Well, I know. That's kind of so the point. So you should have known it was uh, fake So cheese. a vegan slice is water, coconut oil, starch, potato starch, sea salt and flavourings and colour. But it, it, I would say it tasted like cheese, but it didn't. Was it good? <sighs> the sandwich itself was fine. Ethically, it was delicious. Ethically, I, I feel guilt-free and also taste-free. <laughs> and enjoyment free yeah okay right let's go let's off road do you want to hear to capture the sound of the engine starting this is one of those cars where you just press a button to start the engine which is apparently good I mean I'm quite happy with the key myself but here we go I'm going to press the button and see you in the Midlands bye for now Okay, quick update. We're not in the Midlands yet, but we're very close. We're in the Midlands, Worcestershire sort of Midlands. We're in Worcestershire, where the sauce comes from, which is a Worcester sauce. Is it Worcester sauce or Worcestershire sauce? It's it's the full name is Worcestershire sauce, but it's often referred to as Worcester sauce. And Worcestershire is spelled W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R-S-H-I-R-E, and it's pronounced not Worcestershire but pronounced Worcestershire, Worcestershire, and the capital, the main city in Worcestershire is Worcester, which is spelt W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R, but it's pronounced Worcester. Yeah, welcome to the English language. Welcome to British place names. And it's true, Americans do often call it Wor- Worcester. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Leicestershire. Uh, Leicester, like, there's lots of places like that. Leicester, like Leicester Square. It's Leicester, but, not Leicester. But Worcestershire is home to the Malvern Hills, right? Is that right? I think so, which is sort of in between England and Wales kind of thing. And, yeah. and uh, well, it's still in England. Sort of on the border. Very nice hilly terrain, the Malvern Hills. Beautiful water as well. Yeah, the Queen drinks Malvern water. So, there you go. Enough said. I think she drank neat scotch. 
that's you know when she's not drinking neat scotch whiskey which is that true I don't know know. some people are going to go the queen drinks neat scotch whiskey sometimes probably but no for water she drinks Malvern water which is near where we are now anyway we're still on the motorway so we can't really see anything interesting the sun is starting to go down it's about it's nearly 7 o'clock in the evening we've been on the road since 10am we've run out of local radio stations to laugh at uh, but we're, you know, we're, we're keeping our pecker up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Which means keeping your spirits up. Keeping your chin up is a more keeping common Keeping your chin one. up. We're keeping our chins up or we're keeping our collective chin up. Um, and uh, it's nice. The sun is shining. Um, and it's going to be a beautiful sunset. And the roads are not too busy. It's actually quite nice. The, the, this, I was remarking earlier that this road surface is very smooth. It's very smooth to drive on. Yeah, clearly we've run out of uh, interesting stuff to talk about. Just been overtaken by a motorbike. On the inside. Illegally. Uh, anyway, the local radio is quite entertaining. But there needs to be some sort of dramatic conclusion to this uh, not, road trip. Story. Not too dramatic, please. Yeah, I mean... We don't want a dramatic conclusion. I mean, we, we want need a, some sort of um, closure. I want a nice sort of... Uh, Pint of beer. Yeah, I was going to say... Uh, what do you call it when there's a slightly disappointing end to something? Anticlimax. Yeah, a nice r- relaxing anticlimax would suit me fine, thanks. <laughs> it's like that. We were talking about... 34 that. miles to Birmingham. We were talking about that Steve Coogan character from the day-to-day earlier. You know, the one who's like... Um, there was that one incident when a, a pigeon uh, broke into the swimming pool and uh, we called the authorities and they came and... Uh, they removed it in the morning. Well, that's the end of the story. Bad yeah, job. that's a good anticlimax story. Um, we're both slightly fatigued. Uh, I've got a slight headache, probably because of that non-cheese in that vegan sandwich I ate earlier. You got vegans listening to this who who are. Uh, hey, look! I'm just trying it out. Yeah. At least, you, at least you chose the vegan option. I did. I, there's nothing wrong with the uh, vegan food. I'm, I'm definitely going more... Actually, we've eaten a lot of meat this holiday. But... But that said, I'm eating less meat than I used to. Whatever the hell that means. Generally, at this time in your life, you're eating less meat than you used to. Because eating meat is bad, is it? That's a debate for another episode. Ask Paul McCartney, because he'll tell you all about it. Meat-free Mondays. Okay. He's, he's leading that... Um, uh, what's the word? A campaign to, to encourage people to stop eating meat, at least on a Monday. If you don't eat meat on Monday, it can help, not just help animals who don't want to be killed, but it helps the environment generally, doesn't it? Because uh, rearing livestock that we then eat... Um, uses up a lot of land and it's bad for the environment in lots of different ways that's what Paul says how would he say it though say we all love to eat meat okay we love to get like a chicken or maybe a cow and preferably have it killed by someone else unless you're the sort of person who likes to wring the neck of a of a pig Uh, (laughs) but uh little known fact cows are killing the environment and I don't mean that they're eating all the grass I mean that uh, 
what am I? I don't really know what I'm talking about. Just me that eat less meat and peace and love. Okay. I'll hand over to Ringo here, who's going to tell you the rest of the message. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's John Lennon. No, I'm not. It's me, John. I don't give a fuck what you eat. <laughs> Just keep away from me. Um, sorry about that. We're very tired. Uh, we'll we'll give you an update later. Bye for now. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, Luke's wait, saying wait. 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 Focus on the road. Yes, loony. I'm focusing on the road. It's fine. The mission is, right, obviously we get home and I'm reunited with my wife and daughter, okay? But also, um, for me, and I, th- I think it would be nice for us to have a beer at the end of this experience, don't you? You've already had one. I'd like another one. Yeah, but I, and me too. I want another one, but with some alcohol in it. Not too much, not too much, but um, I'd like a nice... Do you have to do the Paul McCartney hand gestures when you do Paul? When you're doing Paul... But when you're driving, it's probably best not to do that. It's a little bit dangerous to do all that point, pointing when you're driving. For obvious reasons, you've got to keep both hands on the wheel. Thanks, Paul. Bye. We're in Birmingham, folks. Not in Birmingham, we're near Birmingham. We're near Birmingham. We're close enough to Birmingham to get As it's Friday, I'm going to write a penny script. Close enough to Birmingham to get it. Turn off the mixed Close enough to Birmingham to get the sort of pirate radio stations. Birmingham Brummy Grime. One hand on a girl I'm dating, one hand on a cash I'm making. We come through like Funky Friday and have Paulie and Mandem skating. I came in 5.50 on trainers. I, little girl, amazing. Could be Bayesian, Trini or Haitian. She got a Not really feeling it. This one goes out to the tea crew. Shout, shout to the tea crew. Two sugars, milk, green tea, if that's your preference. Whole Thai coffee crew. Whatever's your beverage, hot beverage of choice. Whole Thai hot chocolate, massive. Okay, yeah, we're slightly losing the plot now. In a bit. Okay, listeners, so we made it. We're now in my parents' garden, which is looking lovely. Tons of flowers everywhere growing because they've got a lovely garden full of flowers and a big tree and blue sky. We've managed to make it before the sun went down. So the garden's looking beautiful. It's very relaxing and nice. We've both got beer from the fridge. Cheers, James. Cheers. Well done. Thanks for driving. It's all right. I did what I had to do. I did what had to be done. And God knows why this car got two punctures in just a few days. I mean, how often do you hear of cars getting punctures? Very, very rarely. But um, I think it's something to do with these low-profile tyres that it had. It's got very sporty rims and wide, very thin-looking tyres. And also, the the car was low. It was kind of been been It's kind of sporty-looking, which is probably all image, but it it, it wasn't suited for country lanes, I don't think. The car did say Turbo SRI on the back. Which is 
Good. You can tell that I'm not really a car person. I like cars. I like driving and stuff. But um, I'm I'm not that clued up on what all the letters mean at the on the back of a car. But turbo SRI does mean that it's it's quite a powerful car. It it had um, had a lot of poke that car. So it was nice to drive, except when the tyres won't pop. But anyway, we finally made it. Here we are in the garden, drinking our beer, and everything and everything's okay. Mum, you can uh, you can come in on this if you want. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, uh, what what happened? What happened uh, from your point of view today? We were in the car, making good progress on the way home, and we had a phone call saying, uh, "We've had another flat tire. Please, can you come and get the baby?" Because it's going to take us all day. If you have her and take her home, please, that'd be best. But you yeah. carry on and tell the story. So then you ca- you came back and picked up the, the child and the wife, um, and James joined me, and that's that was the beginning of our road trip adventure into into deepest darkest Exmouth, and the we actually had a really good time in the back of the the uh, AA lorry with the driver. We talked to the driver about. I don't know, what, what were we talking about? Like the worst cars that you can drive on the road? He said he's not allowed to tell us which are the worst cars going, apparently. But we but, kind uh, but, of got it out of him in the end, interrogated him. And he said, well, I can tell you if you tell me first and I can say yes or no. <laughs> so he couldn't tell. So being a, being a, be, yeah, being a recovery driver, uh, it's all right. Being a recovery driver, he's not supposed to tell us which brands of cars break down the most often put it like this i mentioned a few brands of cars and he said they're okay they're okay and then he said he basically ones that he'd recommend and then ones that he didn't recommend he just didn't really recommend he didn't say they were bad he just it was a bit of a guessing game basically but it's quite interesting to find out from his point of view you know which cars tend to break down more than others and and other stuff like that and also we just had the enjoyment of riding in a big in a big lorry which was quite fun 35 feet long lorry truck tow tow truck type one of those ones with a huge cab at the front where there's two big seats at the front and then behind that there's like a whole other set of seats and some of those lorry drivers they've got a bed there you know it's like a little house on on wheels with a massive uh trailer behind it so that was fun it was like oh get to ride in a lorry <laughs> It was good fun. One of my mates is a truck driver, actually, and he drives big articulated lorries across Europe and stuff. Really? Uh, haven't got any more to add to that, but... I think um, I think that's probably it, then. Um, right? We're going to have some nice food in a minute. We're going to have some nice food in a minute. An early night. And then have an early night. Start a new day tomorrow. Start a new day tomorrow. <laughs> I might just go into the kitchen and just get some sound effects... From, from there okay just to just as a little bonus at the end so that you can hear some different voices okay without giving names let's just uh, can we uh, hear some words from you guys hello you how was the day for you say hello hello she doesn't know what to do she's interested but she doesn't know what to do you have to say hello Hello. 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 What? Hello. 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 Cheeky. Say daddy. 
Yeah, okay. All right, hi, Dad. How was the day for you? Oh, the day was long. Kind of quite a long drive, quite hot. But um, it was nice to stop at the East Limbridge uh, Wildfowl Centre for a little lunch and uh, allow a certain little person to run around. She's now running off into the living room to probably pick things up and uh, break them or something. But uh, good. Everyone had a nice day in the end. All's well that ends well, as they say. So that's it then, I suppose. This is our slight, maybe slightly anticlimactic ending, but a, a nice relaxing ending to the day. So it's all fine. Thank you so much for listening. All right. I'll, I'll give you the phone back because this, this is your phone that we're using to record this. I'll hand you back over to James, who started this whole thing off at the beginning, if, if you remember. Well, thanks for listening. I hope you've earned, learned, earned and learned some grammar. And um, thanks to Luke for driving. I'd like to thank my sponsors, Amber Bitter and... What was that? What was that? What's the uh, name of that? It was Man, Man, Man something, that, that stout from... Well, Cornwall. that Cornish stout. Definitely big them up. a photo of it, so... Yeah. So what we and could do is we could get goodbye. A Have a nice day. Bye. 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 So there you have it. That was the unexpected road trip with James, which all ended okay in the end, wasn't it? It was all fine in the end. And uh, yeah, you got to hear uh, my little daughter there for a moment saying daddy, which was very sweet. I have actually been attempting to interview her recently. I kind of bring her upstairs and switch on my recording equipment and I kind of sit her on the chair and I talk into the microphone and I sort of say, oh, so here we are on Luke's English Podcast. We've got a very special guest. And then she seems to know that when I put the microphone in front of her that she has to say something. So it's quite funny because she says a few things. So I've, I've recorded a few little bits and I hope to continue doing that. She's just starting to, to speak now. She's starting to say words and things and it's very funny to, to listen to her attempting to pronounce different words and she tries to repeat things it's it's very adorable you can't say very adorable it's absolutely adorable um so that's stuff that will come up uh, eventually on the podcast when i get the time to, to do it all uh thank you for your patience recently if you've been waiting for episodes of the podcast obviously you understand that i'm i'm busy at this time uh if you're a premium lepster then bear with me, okay? Premium episodes are coming. The premium ones require a lot more preparation. And so it's very hard to produce premium content when basically I've got very limited amounts of time. Uh, but I think you understand. But anyway, just bear with me. Premium stuff is coming and more ep- more normal episodes are coming as well. I did record another conversation with James uh, during the holiday um, and um, that should be arriving soon as well when I get a chance to edit it and sort of produce it all and upload it and stuff like that. So that might be the next episode. It's certainly going to be an episode coming and uh, there will be premium stuff on its way as well. Okay, I think that's it then for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the road trip and all the rambling nonsense that uh, James and I came out with. Um, it was it, it, it was actually good fun in the end. We actually had a really good time. Um so there you go. I really recommend it. Try driving around the southwest of England uh, and the Midlands and, uh, you know, get get a flat tyre. Why not? I mean, as long as you don't drive too fast, get a flat tyre and just enjoy the experience of being rescued by the AA and then going off on a wild goose chase, trying to find a tyre to replace the, 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 the uh, flat one. 
Oh, you could have a really great time. You might end up in a nice pub garden or something. Anyway, um, it was it was nice in the end. Thank you so much for listening. I'll speak to you again on the podcast soon. Uh, but for now, goodbye. Bye. 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 for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.